When it comes to your finances, go for the credit card that's always there for you. With 24-7 U.S.-based live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person anytime, day or night. Yep, that means no more waiting for, quote, normal business hours just to get a hold of someone. We're talking real service from real people whenever you need it. Get the customer service you deserve with Discover. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. Do you know a high schooler who is a natural leader and loves to give back to their community? The Leukemia and Lymphoma Society's Student Visionaries of the Year program might be the perfect opportunity. Forming strong teams to support them, Student Visionaries of the Year candidates fundraise for the Leukemia and Lymphoma Society in honor of a pediatric blood cancer survivor in their local community. This seven-week philanthropic leadership development program helps students gain valuable life skills like project management, communication, financial literacy, and entrepreneurship. Not to mention, it looks great on college applications. But most importantly, it's a chance for students to engage in meaningful work within their community and make a real impact on the lives of blood cancer patients and their families. Learn more about Student Visionaries of the Year or nominate a student at lls.org slash students. That's lls.org slash students. Welcome to the Jill on Money Show. It's Monday, January 8th, and we are here trying to help you make better financial decisions. It's so early in the year, you're probably going to make better decisions anyway, just because, uh, you know, your mistakes are looming large. Maybe your big mistake last year was that you tried to time the market. Maybe your big mistake was that you're kicking yourself for not buying the house that you thought you wanted. Maybe your big mistake was none of the above. Maybe it was just that you wanted to do something slightly different and you didn't have the guts to do it. Let us be your guts. Mark and I love to hear your stories. We want to help you get wherever you want to go. And to do that, all you have to do is go to our website, jillonmoney.com. You click the Contact Us button. You write your note. Tell us what's going on. If you were, are willing to appear on the audio version, check the box. If you would like to join us via video, our new YouTube show, Jill on Money, powered by the compound, check that box. While you're on the website, don't forget, there are things you can do. You can sign up for the free weekly newsletter. Mark does such a great job with that. And you can also subscribe to the Jill on Money live service. That's where you have access to quarterly live webinars and lots more bonus video content all behind the paywall, all for a whopping 35 bucks because Mark can't figure out how to raise the fee for you. So, you know, for right now, it's 35 bucks, which is great. Anyway, let's get to you. Today, we're on the line with Andy, who is with us from Illinois. Hello, Andy. How are you? Good. How are you guys? I'm doing well. All right. Great. What brings you to us? I'll just say I'm getting close to retirement uh, slash, you know, new journey in life. So I wanted to check in, see if me and my wife are on the on the right path, see if okay. we've done the right things or if there's anything we need to change. All right. Well, that's good. How old are you, Andy? I am 55. And how old is your wife? My wife just turned 50 today, this morning. So. <gasps> oh, happy birthday, Andy's wife. Awesome. Well, congratulations. Are you doing something fancy and fun for her 50th birthday? Big surprise party? <laughs> so she did not want a surprise party. She got that for her 40th. She was adamant not to have a surprise oh. for her 50th. So we have invited a bunch of friends over this weekend, but she was like, 
do not want a surprise. Okay. No did you, did so, you throw that surprise party and did you not I know did. that about her? I did throw the surprise party. Uh, well, she threw a surprise party for my 40th. So oh. I did it for her. So, uh-huh. But this time around, we did not do that for our 50th. Why did she? Wait a second. What was it that she didn't like about the surprise? I, I, I think she just doesn't like surprises. She just likes to know everything that's mm. going to happen. Um, uh-huh. I mean, you name it. Even like holding on to a present beforehand. No. You better not tell her there's a present coming. Ooh. She's going to either hunt for it and look for it and then rip it open. Uh, oh she just my God. can't stand surprises and things like that. So, yeah, she's uh, not good with that. Uh, I had a surprise party thrown for me once and I had to pretend that I didn't know, which I totally knew, but I, I was convincing. So it was fine. I'm not crazy about the whole surprise party thing. I just think it's a, it's a lot of work and I'm not sure the why, but okay. Your wife is going to have a great dinner party in her honor. And maybe we're going to give her more security in your game plan. And maybe she'll be happy about that because she likes to know what's going on in the future. So Andy, tell us about the financial circumstances that you find yourselves in. Are you both working? So we both work. Um, I am in IT. My wife's a teacher. She's been at the same school district now going on 22 years. Uh, wow. Myself, I've been working now for, let's just say, 30 plus. Mm-hmm. The income that you guys earn together is approximately how much? 300 and I'll just round, 308. 308. Okay. Are you both putting money into retirement plans? I know she has a pension, right? She does. Um, Yes. I fully fund my retirement, my 401k, including catch up. Uh, I've been doing that for probably about 10 years Mm -hmm. at least. Uh, She has a 403b and a 457. We fully fund the 403b uh, and then we, the 457, we fund another 12000 You're putting a lot of money away. Do you guys have kids? We do. We have two. Uh, my son is 23. He just graduated from college. My daughter is 19, uh, and she is a sophomore in college. I hope she's at U of I or something like that. She is not. She's at my alma mater. She's at Purdue. Um, uh, a boiler she's maker. Got, yes, but she is... She's gotten a scholarship, so I'm not complaining. Really? Wait a minute. She is like a full scholarship? Wow. It's not full. It's partial, but she's still, it's more than makes up for the out-of-state part. Brings it back down to, I'll say, in-state tuition costs. That's amazing. Is your son launched or are you helping him out still? Still helping him out. He's still at home looking for a job right now. Let's get this kid employed quickly. So- Let's get some of the totals on the retirement plan. So how much is the total in your 401k? Total comes out to, nine, I'm gonna, again, I'm around 976, yeah. 976,000. And this is all pre-tax, Andy? There is a small portion of it because I started to do Roth a couple of years ago. So a small portion okay. of that, about $30,000 is Roth. Okay. And how about your wife? What's in the 403b? So for the 403B, she's got 487000 mm-hmm. For the 457, she's got 105000 And again, she started, we started Roth for her a couple of years ago as well. So she's got a Roth 457 and that there's 27000 in that. 
in her pension benefit. Tell us what happens for her. Like, where is it that like kind of either it becomes uh, either sort of maxes out or what's the goal? Where do we have to get her to to get a pension? Her, there are also milestones at 20, 25 and 30 years, basically. Mm -hmm. Uh, It is a convoluted algorithm, but um, she is planning on working for at least another 12 or so years. Holy moly. Yeah. So she wants to do it until she's, well, sorry, 10 years. She wants to do it until she turns 60. Okay. Um, What will it be? And when she's 60 years old, what will that pension amount be? Roughly, if if the calculations stay about the same, it should be about 70-ish percent of whatever her last three years of salary are. They then take the last three years, average it, and then based on the algorithm, it's roughly going to be about 70% of that dollar amount. Of your 308,000, how much of that is hers? What what is she making now? 108. 108. All right. So if we just looked at 70 grand in today's dollars, right? We can keep that. Okay, good. Um, Now, let's do some more fun stuff. Tell us about any money that you have outside of retirement accounts. Do you have a brokerage account, for example? So I've deferred compensation as well right now due to my position. That's roughly about 14,000 today. Okay. Uh, I have a brokerage account, 97,000. That's split between an S&P 500 and a star, and the Vanguard Star Fund. I have a fundraise account that's got about 79000 Okay. And I've got 100000 in real estate. What kind of real estate? It's a syndicated real estate apartment complex. Oh, all right. Is it paying anything right now? Is it just the, or are you getting dividends or what are you getting? I'm just getting dividends right now. Mm-hmm. Is there any way out of this until they like, or is it like? No, not until they. No, I've got another four years, and then I then I'm out of it. Okay, all right. In the bank, just big, you know, like basic bank account ish stuff. Yeah, so I still have more. Sorry. So my mom. No, go on. I love. I love more. And my mom passed away earlier this year. She left us some money. Um, She left us roughly a hundred thousand dollars broken up between a brokerage account and 30 some 63,000 in brokerage, 33,000 in a Roth uh, IRA. All right. And then that's, that's good. I have a rollover from a previous job, 427,000. Whoa, 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 whoa. Why is that separate from your 401k? That I wasn't able to at the time roll it into the company that I'm at. Um, mm-hmm. And I've ever, and since I just left it. Um, it's at Charles Schwab. At Schwab, you have the rollover account, the four twenty seven. But do you all? And then you said you'd mentioned a uh, your brokerage account, which had a Vanguard Star Fund and the S and P five hundred. Is that at Vanguard? That's all at Vanguard. So the second half of the stuff, my mom's stuff in this rollover, is sitting at Charles Schwab. Everything uh-huh. else is sitting at Vanguard. Okay, I gotcha. So emergency fund thirty five thousand, yeah. checking savings. I'll just say roughly 18. It just fluctuates, right? Mm-hmm. And then I do have, again, due to my job, I have RSUs and stock options. And that total account value today is 119. Is it a publicly traded company or not? It is. It is okay. a publicly traded company. All right. So chances are they'll have some value. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Um, house? We do have a house, 277000 left on the mortgage, 3%. Mm, nice. Do you want to stay in that house? For now, yes. I would say at some point we'll retire. Different story, but for now, yes. All right. What's the house worth? Roughly six fifty, if you go by. Yep. 
I got gotcha. you. But you're in it for a while. I mean, obviously, yeah. we're going to get this this daughter through college at least, right? Yes. Okay. Yeah. And your oh, wife yeah. wants to stick around because she wants to work for another 10 years, right? Yeah. She basically doesn't want to be retired when I'm retired. She doesn't want to be in this. I don't, I don't blame her. Yeah. I don't blame her. Absolutely. Um, what else do we need to know about you guys? Stuff car loan, 33000 Then my mom, like I said, she left us a condo that I'm currently in the process of trying to sell. How um, much is that, that worth, do you think? As a mortgage right now of 133, it's roughly, I'm going to say, probably 350. And you're the only child, or do you have siblings? No, my brother. My brother. So whatever happens with it, we'll end up splitting it. Okay. If you look at your expenses now, including college that you're doing, and, and also, you know, obviously you've got to keep your son's a little bit on the payroll till he gets a, a job, but how much are you spending right now in, with, with the kids, everything, all in? Uh, roughly a hundred, we figured it out about a hundred grand. That's it. And your wife's going to make 70 in a, in a pension and you're both going to have social security. Why are you calling me? Well, why are you calling me? What's happening here? I have social security. She does not. Yeah. Um, But even so like your social security at your, let's call it at age 70. What, what do you think that is? It's 4,700. Why are you calling me? You know, you're good. You're good. Yeah. I'm good. I, I, we sort of did, but we were like, are we absolutely sure? Uh, and you are, she's like, uh, I am absolutely sure. I'm so sure that I can tell you right now that there, it, it would be hard for you to fail in your plan. Now, let's talk about like taking advantage of some of the the milestones that you have. So when would you, if you could, if I said to you, Andy, you know, you can stop working whenever you want. When would that be? My goal would be 60. Okay, fine. Good. Let's use 60. So now you stop working at 60. Your wife has got, you know, your wife is making the hundred grand, which is not exactly what you need, right? Because you're putting Mm -hmm. money away, but fine. No big deal. When you're 60 until you're 70, you are going to start pulling money out of your retirement accounts and you're going to use whatever you need. She can stop putting money away in her retirement accounts at that point. She can just stop. Okay, but you are going to start pulling money out of your pre-tax assets slowly but surely, but you're going to use that to fund whatever you need to fund in your lifestyle. And then maybe even depending on where tax rates go, because, you know, we have we do have tax rates sunsetting and we things could be different. But let's just pretend that you could pull out as much money to keep you in the 22 percent tax bracket, which you know, for you, like if your wife's making a hundred and change, you could go up to about $192,000. All right. And that's what you're trying to do. You're trying to pull money out of the retirement account, pay the tax that's due at the 22% bracket. You might even say like, well, you know, uh, we have a year where we're going to go into the 24%. I'm okay with that. I'm okay with 24% also because you've got a 10-year clock that is ticking before you're going to claim Social Security. And we need to get as much money out of those accounts as we can while tax rates are low. You know, you guys are going to have money and you're going to have a big chunk of a required minimum distribution uh, when you turn 75. So we have like this two periods of time between 60 and 70, right? that's your age 60 and you're 70, then she is going to retire, right, at, uh, you know, in 10 years. Then 
we have another period of time where her income goes away, but she has the income from the pension and you could still pull money out. And we want to try to get as much money as we can out of these accounts and have that tax pay that tax do a 24%. Now I know what you're going to tell me. Maybe you're going to tell me, well, I live in Illinois. It's a high tax state. It is. So what? Pay the tax. Because I don't know where tax rates are going, but I know you're going to get walloped. You're going to get absolutely walloped in your retire your required minimum distributions. You really are. You've got just too much money. I mean, you've been too good a saver. No, I don't want to make it sound like that. But you know, listen, you you got two million dollars that hasn't been taxed yet, and that's today, and you're only fifty five. Yeah, I think that was our concern. Is um, one is the gap between sixty and sixty five. How do we finance that? But easy then two, peasy. Yeah, after a certain point, like you said, seventy-five, our RMDs are, are going to be, be. Yeah, it's going to be big. Really but, but you know what? If you can get as much money as you can out, and again, it really does depend where tax rates go. I'm wondering, though. You know, it's interesting. Um, I'm just want to look at everything you have here. You've got the brokerage. Is there any other money here? to be used. I don't really think that converting makes a ton of sense, especially because you're now, you'd soak up a lot of your cash. I mean, you're in really great shape. All we're talking about now is managing your tax liability. So are you going to tell me you've got all of your um, estate documents in place and everything's tidy? Yes, please. Uh, We have wills. Yes. My wife's got a question about whether or not we should look into a trust, basically, for anything. what what would you want to do with that trust? Like, what are you thinking about? Just because you don't want the kids to get the money outright this second? Basically, it would just be to it's it's going to get left to the kids, basically. So, mm-hmm. and then some would, of course, go to charities, but um, that's about that would be about it. We're I don't think you'd necessarily need a trust. Special. I mean, the, the only the, okay, the the trust would just be to try to make some of the non-retirement assets pass more seamlessly. So there's a few things that you may want to do. You know, for example, a thing like having that that real estate syndicate deal, mm-hmm. that's like the kind of thing that's a pain in the ass to deal with when, after death because it's not going to pass by contract. So when you get that money back, you have a brokerage account, your brokerage is a joint account, that will be the two of you, right? And, you know, you I, I don't think there's much more you need to do because everything else is going to pass by contract anyway. The retirement accounts pass with a beneficiary designation. I don't necessarily think you need a trust. But what okay. you may want to do is, you know, while the kids are still young, let's say under 30, you might want to say like, you know, if I drop dead tomorrow, they don't get everything at once. Or you might say, too bad, they'll get it at once. And just talk to them about it. Let them know that, you know, they're going to have to learn how to deal with some of this stuff. That I think you're in good shape. You're in really good shape. And uh, I love that your wife's like, yeah, I'm working for 10 more years. You do what you want. You do you, Andy. I'm doing me. And will she have um, medical for life? So she will have medical, but she will have to pay it's subsidized to an extent, so she yeah. will have to pay. All right, um, a but it'll bit. be cheaper. But it will be cheaper. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Don't spend all of your money. Don't say, "Oh, you know, I'm so sick of these Midwestern winters. I want to go buy a million dollar condo in Florida." Don't do that to me, because right now everything works great. But I bet that's something that's on your mind. Yeah, it is on our mind to move somewhere warmer. Where that yeah. will be, we don't know. But um, yeah, we're. We're you know what? Let's see that. how much longer you guys work. Stay in touch with us. I, I mean, I think that to, unless you're dying to make that acquisition of another property right now, which she can't do while she's working anyway, 
Um, you know, why don't you just like, if you like someplace warm, go visit, go rent, get that experience and figure out if you really want to stay there, you know, for any more time, right? Because that's the best way to learn where you want to be and kind of what that feels like. So give it a shot, stay in touch with us. And, um, you know, I mean, congratulations, you've done an amazing job. So we are very delighted that you joined us. We wish you the very best of luck. If you, like Andy and his wife, who hates a... Nobody likes a surprise party, by the way. I don't think I've ever met one person who's like, that. I love surprise parties. They're not great. Uh, so for Andy and his wife, and if you're like them, and you don't like surprises, and you don't like financial surprises, give us a holler. Go to JillOnMoney.com. Click the Contact Us button. Let us know if you'd like to come on the air. Don't forget, while you're on the website, to check out our YouTube show. It's called Jill on Money, powered by The Compound. you got to check it out. It's so great. You can subscribe to this podcast, Jill on Money, on the Odyssey app or wherever you find your favorite podcasts. Please leave us a rating and review wherever you do listen and lift someone up. Change your work, change your wealth, change your life. Thank you for listening and we'll talk to you tomorrow. If you've ever been in the market for a new home, you know home shopping can be a lot. There's so much you don't know and so much you need to know. What are the neighborhoods like? What are the schools like? Who is the agent who knows the listing or neighborhood best? And why can't all this information just be in one place? Well, now it is on homes.com. They've got everything you need to know about the listing itself. But even better, they've got comprehensive neighborhood guides and detailed reports about local schools. And their agent directory helps you see the agent's current listings and sales history. Homes.com collaboration tools make it easier than ever to share all this information with your family. It's a whole cul-de-sac of home shopping information, all at your fingertips. Homes.com. We've done your homework.